Hi, I'm Joseph Bates, and welcome to my guide to running. If you told me three years ago that I was going to be a regular runner, I would have thought you were either a compulsive liar or telling a really strange joke. Because back then, hating runners and running was all part of my personal brand. And every time I did try to run, I was struck by a huge pain in my stomach, which I took as a sign from God that I wasn't meant to move in this way. But as you can hear now, I'm running, and I run quite regularly, and I'm actually running, I'm actually running the London Marathon in just under a week's time. What happened? And can it happen to you? The answer to both of these questions is yes, but you're going to need a reason to run and you're going to need the perfect playlist. And this, my guide to running, I'm going to give you both. And we, we need, we're going to start off by answering the question, why you should run after this musical burst. Welcome to Joe Bates' Guide to Running. Part one. A reason to run. Why should you run? It's a very good question. As humans, it's been thousands of years, if not longer, since we had to be able to run to survive. Back in our hunter-gatherer days, being able to run was essential to get away from animals who wanted to kill us and forgetting to the animals that we ourselves wanted to kill. Many of the distances now run in official races, 10Ks, marathons, seem arbitrary now, but all relate back to our genetic memory of being hunters. For instance, the distance of a marathon, 26.2 miles, is the exact distance you need to jog behind a buffalo before it'll give up and let you eat it. And the same principle goes for the 10k distance in relation to sheep and the 5k distance in relation to chicken. But unless you're on some sort of mad Bear grill survival show, you're never going to need to chase down chicken for your dinner because they sell chicken in many shops. But does running serve any function in modern life? It's all over our vocabulary. We talk about running a business into the ground, running from responsibility, running from the law. But do you actually have to learn to run to do any of these things? Running a business into the ground can potentially be achieved by literally running out of the building when someone asks you to sort out the company's accounts or every time you witness a colleague doing something illegal. But you don't have to run in this situation. It can also be achieved with less energy by just walking away whilst whistling. Similarly, you can run from responsibility, and in certain situations, for instance if you're in a relationship with someone who tells you they're pregnant, or that they have a condition which requires you to care for them, sprinting off can be an effective short-term solution. But that's all it is, and you're going to have to find a more strategic long-term approach if you want to avoid your duties for a longer time. When it comes to running from the law, this might be the only one where being able to actually run could help, so stay tuned for the answers on how to effectively do that in the second part of the show.
But unless you are a career criminal, you don't really need to run in the modern world. And whilst convincing yourself you're going to die if you don't run is an effective training technique, you're actually going to be fine if you don't learn to do it. So why do I still think you should still do it? Well actually, there are two great reasons, and one additional fairly okay reason to get into running. And these are the reasons why it should be your new hobby of choice. Reason 1. It's really cheap. Some runners will tell you that running is the best way to get fit because you don't need any equipment or kit at all. You can just go out there and run. These runners are playing a practical joke on you because if you do go out running without any kit on, even at night, you'll soon hear sirens in the distance and you'll be arrested for public nudity. This will immediately mess up any plans you had to get fit because whilst many prison yards do have gyms, you'll probably feel too self-conscious to use the treadmill or the cross trainer whilst the other inmates are doing weights and pull-ups. With that in mind, you do need to get some kit for running. But crucially, you don't have to buy very much and that is one of the reasons it's so appealing. If you're going for the bare minimum approach, you can get by with just underwear and shorts. This look is easy to pull off if you're somewhere like California or Rio or if you're a wanker but if you're not, you're going to have to spend a bit more money and invest in a t-shirt and some socks and shoes. But still, you could buy all of that with £20 and still have change enough to buy a non-branded isotonic energy drink to use on your first run. In terms of getting into a sport, that represents great value especially compared to the other sports. You've probably watched the Olympics and seen many different athletes mastering many different sports and each time a new one comes on screen you'll feel inspired to try it yourself. But financially most are completely unviable. Things like javelin or shot put might seem initially cheap to get into because you just need a stick or a rock to practice with but unless you have your own large plot of land to throw them around in you're going to spend a huge amount of money compensating for damage to property or in personal injury claims before you can reach a good level. You can certainly forget about something like dressage unless you can afford jodhpurs, a horse and a ghetto blaster to play all its favourite tunes. None of this is an issue with running. You eventually may end up spending a lot on things like trainers, running apps, and if you're really serious about improving, performance enhancing drugs. But to begin with, getting into running costs very little money indeed, and that's a great reason to try it. But if you're the type of person who needs more than something being cheap in order to give it a go, then there is something else special about running which might get you out there. Reason 2. The famous runner's high. There are many different hobbies. Playing computer games, knitting, traveling to Belgium to reenact the Battle of Waterloo. But what brings them all together is escapism, a desire to block out the terrible world for a short time. But once you've put your console controller or your ornamental bayonet down, you'll find the world is still exactly the same, your life is exactly the same and you'll just have to put up with it until you get a chance to go back to your hobby for a tiny bit of respite. 
but running works differently to other hobbies. To demonstrate this, here are two conversations I had with a housemate, one prior to a run and one immediately after the run. Oh hi Joe, how's it going? Oh well to be honest Rich, I'm really anxious about the whole North Korea situation. I think they're just going to end up nuking us as some sort of warning shot to America. I've been reading about the whole grammar school thing as well. I don't know why we're trying to be some sort of 1950s theme park version of Britain. What, like with some sort of massive beamish or something. And on a personal level, obviously, I'm single. I need to look for jobs. And I have really flaky skin on my face. It's almost like I've got some mild form of leprosy or something. Oh, well, anyway, I'm going to go out for a run for a bit, so I'll see you soon. Uh, okay, see you in a bit. Oh, hi, Joe. How's it going? Oh, I feel a lot better, Rich. Thinking about the whole North Korea situation, come on. Trump is a born dealmaker. He's going to protect us. And also, wasn't his dad Scottish or something? He's probably got... He won't let North Korea bomb us. The grammar school thing sounds great, to be honest. Like, you know, it's really good to know at an early age whether your life's going to be a success or a failure. I wish I'd have known that. And also, on a personal level, I think... My flaky skin will actually give me something distinctive for you know future partners or in interviews. I'll stick in people's mind, and I think I'm definitely going to be sorted very soon. Life's looking really good. Anyway, I'm going to get a shower. See you soon. The world hadn't significantly changed in the half an hour I went out running there, but my mindset had, and this is because of the famous runner's high. When you run for a certain amount of time, endorphins flood your brain. And when you finish, you'll find you'll feel positive about literally everything, even things like breakups and bereavements. This is a huge plus point of running, because unlike other hobbies that are used to block out the real world, the runner's high actually makes the real world seem quite nice instead of really, really bad. Because it gives you this amazing high and gets you thin, Running is very much like heroin, only you won't have to resort to a life of crime to keep up your habit, because as we mentioned earlier, it's very cheap. What could be better than that? Well, just like with heroin, the high from running eventually does wear off. But when it does, you don't get a nightmarish come down. Instead, the high is replaced by extreme exhaustion. This is actually just as good as the high because it leaves your brain without the energy to properly worry about or even process what is going on in your life or to feel good or bad about it. And as soon as your energy levels increase again and you can feel familiar anxieties rising up, you can just lace up your trainers and get back out there. Once this pattern is established, you'll never have to sort out any problems either personal or global ever again because with running, you'll only either feel good about things or feel too tired to realise what's going on. That's probably enough to convince many people to give running a try. But if it's not enough, there is another reason to take up running. Although to be honest, this one is very subjective. Reason 3. You'll probably stay alive for longer, if that sounds like a positive to you. A lot of people get into running for health reasons, 
because they've heard that running regularly can increase the amount of time before they die. Having briefly studied the facts, this appears to be the case. Staying fit using running will keep you alive for a little bit longer, and whilst you won't be able to move around very much because of your destroyed knees, within 10 or 15 years, virtual reality and video conferencing systems will have developed so much that you'll never need to get out of your seat and legs will be more or less obsolete. However, before you commit to running for this reason, you need to ask yourself, is living longer something you want to do? Most people agree that it's diminishing returns after around 25 years old, and you spent the rest of your years learning cruel lessons about the world and humanity, seeing all your musical heroes tarnish their reputation by putting out many terrible albums, and then end up dying before you because they led interesting rock and roll lifestyles instead of leaving a party early because they needed to get up for parkrun. Maybe you could be one of those inspirational older runners who does marathons until they're 80, but whilst you'll be making other people happy in this situation, privately you'll just be devastated that your time's getting slower every year. And when you get to a certain age, no matter how inspirational you are, the organiser are going to have to tell you to stop because they need to reopen the roads. An extremely old person running alongside others in a marathon is inspirational, but an extremely old person running alone is assumed to have dementia, to be running away from a care home, or most likely both. But then again, it's probably worth living longer in case things get better. And there is going to be some cool technology, I'm sure. We're probably not too far away from having some sort of freely available jetpack technology, which you're unlikely to be able to afford, but watching richer people than you do pirouettes in the sky will still be a nice experience. Space travel will probably also be available for the very rich, and reading about their accounts could be quite interesting. And also it'll be nice to see some of your favourite TV shows and films remade with much better special effects. These are all things to look forward to, and if they sound good enough to you, running will definitely help you live long enough to see them happen. Okay, so I've gave you three reasons there why you should run. It's cheap, you'll get the runners high, which I'm looking forward to when I get back, and also, if you want, you live a bit longer and you might want you're going to be raring to go raring to get out now but before you do you're going to need the perfect playlist because you can only handle nature sounds like I'm hearing right now for so long before it really starts to get on your nerves so join me for the second part coming up soon I've been Joseph Bates and I hope you enjoyed this first part to Joe Bates Guide to Running